You're listening to a Bored to Death Mando cast, talking Disney Plus's show, The Mandalorian, in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome to a Bored to Death Mando cast. I am Jay, being joined by Chris. And we have a special guest in Rode. Rode. Uh, he's a friend of Chris's who's who uh, came up to pay a visit and. When he heard we were about to do uh, another episode, do another episode of Mandalorian, he was all in for it. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's we were just talking about a bunch of Star Wars stuff before we sat down to record all this. At the time, I was like, we should probably hold on to this, but then I was like, no, that would be a pro- that would be a full on ramble cast, and we're not we're not looking to do 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 that for this uh, for this episode. No, uh, we would probably be all day at this. If oh, yeah. We would still be in the first movie. Yeah, you know, there, we if we wanted to do a ramble cast about Star Wars, we could absolutely do that. Um, but that's for another time, perhaps. Now is for Baby Yoda and Daddy Mando. <laughs> so, so we are now officially watching the Baby Yoda show. The Baby Yoda show with Baby yes, Yoda featuring featuring the Mandalorian. <laughs> Uh, some other people who just happened to show up for today. Yeah, basically. Um, so last episode, Mando picked up a uh, picked up a fare, as it were, to, a frog lady. The frog lady uh, to t- to take her to an estuary planet. I forget the name of it now. Off the I, I imagine that it's going to be somewhat similar to Dagobah. I'm just picturing it as like a swampy area. Uh, from what I've seen of some of the like still shots of it, no. It's going to be uh, it's going to be more like a water planet in general. Oh, well, close um, enough. Yeah, uh, but you know, in the last episode there was it was just supposed to be a simple run, and then he got pulled over by the space cops, okay. space force, <laughs> space force. Yes, <laughs> he I got pulled over. Space force. <laughs> he got pulled over by the space force, um, and then it was all ice and dark and spiders. And it was the same planet from Rebels. Yes, this is something we actually did find. We actually did sort of look up after the fact that the they were on the far side of the uh, planet uh, from Rebels, uh, a Tolan or something like that. Yeah, it was the one that uh, Bendu. The Bendu. On. The Bendu was on, uh, not is AKA was. Tom well, we, it's it's not really clear if uh, Bendu is dead, dead or not. I'm not even sure. Yeah, Bendu is a strange is a strange case, but you know, he was hey, wise hey, with force. no, he's regenerating. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's Tom Baker. Um, and so, but so Mando's ship is kind of wrecked, uh, but he managed to get it airborne, and now they're limping off to the estuary planet or whatever. Uh, and the episode, from what I've seen, is called. Well, it's not listed here, but from what I've seen, it's called the Eris, and we can see right here from the from the still image, looks like that looks like Sasha Banks. So we're I think about to find out who she plays. I still am holding out hope that it's Sabine Wren. And obviously, an older version of Sabine. Obviously, gotta be. So yeah, on uh, the. Episode episode description just says the Mandalorian braves high seas and meets unexpected allies, which sounds it, sounds encouraging. Uh, but then he was, but then but then he but then, then again he was told uh, when he picked up picked up the frog lady that 
she can she and her husband can point him in the direction of a of a Mandalorian covert wherever they're going. Maybe this is the way. Well, this is the way. <laughs> we have spoken. Yes. So that about wraps it up for uh, this intro, and we'll see you after the episode. Hey, while we're watching this episode, you should go ahead and toss us a like and subscribe. If you want to reach out, do it via our social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC Radio Podcast Tribe, including J Bunny's Music Hub, the Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Girls Who Like, and The Nerd Table. Imperial credits may not be worth much, but remember to support CKCC Radio on Patreon. I have spoken. And we're back. That was a fun Woo. little uh, fun episode. Woo. Another. More. <laughs> oh. chapter 12 out now. This is the way. This, this is the way. We have spoken. <laughs> so, Mando arrives. They arrive on the on Trask. It's a bit of a bumpy landing. <laughs> he gets Wait, like. Are we sure we want to use the word landing? He, he, he gets like. Ten, it's a crash. He gets like 10 feet from the landing pad. And then it just goes sideways like, into the like, water. Like, like, like the entire time, I was thinking it was going to be like the landing from X Men where Scott, where Cyclops landed the, uh, the Blackbird on Liberty Island. And it just goes boom. Right? I was expecting that. No. Yeah, I was expecting it to cut out and just drop the last few feet. Just no. Clang. What that looked like was my me trying to teach my sister how to drive, and it was like no, <laughs> just no. And As my door it just it just came it just off. it just it just suddenly went sideways. And I went had no water. door. I had no driver's side door. <laughs> <laughs> this was the last time. Ro- road, <laughs> if you can't tell, has some interesting stories. Um, but uh, but yeah, like they have to get like a. Modified walker, like ATAT like walker, ATAT walker that's now a crane to literally fish them out and then drop this <laughs> onto the landing pad. And Frog Lady gets reunited with her husband. Yay. I'm um, honestly surprised Frog Lady didn't just swim out, like, all right, I'm good. Y'all, yeah. y'all are on your own. <laughs> Fuck your couch. <laughs> um, and Frog Frog Dad uh, it, it points into a quar to a quarren, I think, who can uh, who can guide him. To, to the, to, the uh, to other Mandal- to other Mandalorians, and he's, and he's like, like, "Yeah, I can take you. It's gonna cost you. It's a few hours sail." Yeah, a few and, hours sail. Well, yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> trap uh, traps are us. Yeah, the, we um, have traps. They basically lured him out into the middle of nowhere, basically uh, to steal his armor. To steal his armor because it's Beskar. Beskar. It's valuable. Mando is essentially walking around. In like a shiny gold, shiny suit of silver. Okay, let's just, let's he's let's walking around with like a bunch of with like a bunch of bling hanging off of him. He is nothing but pure one hundred percent bling. Yeah, and everyone's eyes are like, I see the rest of my life walking before me. Well, if I could get ha- my hands on the helmet alone, I'd be set for life. Well, remember what happened the first time he walked into that bar after he got it, and everybody just like immediately it's... eyeballed him. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. And, yeah, and so Mando is, gets shoved into a basically a uh, watery, like, tank with 
some sort of creature in He doesn't there. get shoved. He dives in after... The, that's right. They sent the baby in. The baby got nommed on by some creature in there. Uh, just sort yeah, of swallowed the cradle whole. I can't think of the name of that creature for save my life. Yeah. And I've seen it in like three other things, especially in the Clone Wars. It's they, a Kraken. They, they, it's yeah. a baby Kraken. The Kraken has been unleashed. I'm just surprised they have a baby Kraken on their ship. <laughs> There's good eating on a Kraken if you do it right. Oh, yeah. Well. Um, but Mando dives in after him, and they basically close the tank up and they're waiting for him to drown basically so they can then just peel the armor, peel off. The armor off and then the Mandalorians show up it was death it was the uh, the night what are they called death watch death no watch. no 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 in they were known as something else before they before death watch the knights n- of mandalore or something i don't know i don't remember it Actually, was like the like the night owls or some shit like that because if you look at their helmets no night they were night watch before they, now they are death watch Okay. They became Death Watch after the death of the Queen. Right. That's what. That's what it was. Um. And well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh. But they show up and Mando f- thanks them. But when they pull their helmets off to to talk to him, it is Shock City because of who it is. It. Go ahead, Road, if you wanna. Oh no no no! Go go go! It's okay. Katie Sackoff. <laughs> Good Lord! Thank you, Jesus. Starbuck from the new Battlestar Galactica, uh, and she's playing Bo-Katan. I cannot, I can, I cannot even begin to tell you how hyped I am. As soon as, as you know, as, as soon as, soon as, as I saw her Bo-Katan, face, I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> Bo-Katan, wait um, a minute, Starbuck, Bo-Katan, my brain can't handle this much pain and, and joy." And WWE Sasha Banks was another Mandalorian. I don't know that they ever specified. Uh, who she was. I, th- I think she was just supposed to be just like... Another man, another Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, Bo-Katan is always seen at least with two other trusted guns yeah. at her side And at so all that's times. basically what... So these are her trusted guns currently. And again, what? I I am fully impressed once more by the quality and the number of people who are just popping out of the woodwork just to be in this. To well, be seen in yes. Star Wars. They, they like, get the freaking, uh, the bounty hunter, no, not the, uh, uh, one of the dudes from Transformers 4, uh, mm. as the Imperial captain in this. Yeah, um, <clears throat> Titus Welliver. Yeah, Titus. He, was the, he was the guy who basically, like, threatened, um, um, Mark Wahlberg's daughter in Age of Extinction. Mm. It was that guy. The one who the guy was... who plays scumbags, basically. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, he, yeah. he really does. He's play a character. There's a good character. You know, getting if you are a good character actor, you will never be out of work. Nope. Because they are always going to need people who can play those kinds of characters. Um. But after what when they pull the helmets off and Mando's immediately like, "You're not it, Mandalorian." Because you took you took your helmet off. You never take your helmet off, and but they he immediately not, are like, "He did not realize." Oh yes, they are very, very much Mandalorian. Well, she is like, you and, she, are. and she was like, "Bitch, I was born on Mandalore." <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, and then they basically said, "You're a child of the Watch," and basically, it's like a cult that are that is working to try to bring the old ways of Mandalore back. 
And so that explains a lot about the differences between the tribe that we saw and what we've seen of Mandalorians in like Clone Wars and Rebels, yeah. where they're not all all about keeping the helmets on and everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you gotta take it off every the, now and the, what you might you have to understand is the Mandalorians who first assaulted the galaxy were the Mandalore's original people. They were basically their whole purpose was to find a strong enemy, find, to fight. find the strongest enemy, and fight it. And of course, that was at the time those mystical the Jedi Jedi that they had never seen it's before, like, and. Again, they were impressed by their strength, and they do the same thing that they have done through time. If we find a strong enemy we cannot beat, we wait, grow stronger, and face them again. Mm -hmm. They were in their waiting period. This is the way. The problem (laughs) is, the waiting period actually lasted into the actual Galactic War... The and they, Civil War, they yeah. never had the chance to face the Jedi a second time, which they were literally building up towards. That's mm-hmm. their entire purpose. And you can see that during the, the um, Clone Wars and especially during um, Rebels. Rebels, they were literally just sitting there in, in the waiting period growing stronger. It's like, we'll get our chance. Right. And they, I'm fairly they, certain Ahsoka... Essentially, arresting Maul at the end of the Clone Wars helped also, because he oh. had pretty much taken over at that point. Yeah, and yeah, they were just—they no were yeah. solely <laughs> impressed by this one, not even a full Jedi, as she admits that she's no longer with the Order. But they were still fully impressed by the simple fact that this one person comes in here, saves us. And captures Mole mm-hmm. to the point that that will forever, you and you know, Mandalorians, they remember everything forever. They're never going to forget forget that. Mm-hmm. And so, again, Asako Tano is friend for life. Jedi, no. Yeah. Asako Tano, yes. And well, and so, Mando is basic, you know. Our Mando is like, you guys are not, you know, this this is not, the, you. what you guys are doing is not the way. And he flies off with <clears throat> Baby Yoda. When he gets back to town, uh, they uh, he gets accosted by a bunch of Quarren who are just like, you killed my brother, so now I'm going to, I'm now I'm going to kill your pet. And then Bo-Katan and her crew just show up and it's like, he didn't kill your brother. I did. And they just, bam, 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 just kill, kill all of them. Ten seconds later, Everyone's there dead. was plenty of sushi. Yes. <laughs> well, and then they explained to Mando what they, what they need help with. They are basic, that Trask is a black market moon for weapons dealers, and there's an Imperial freighter nearby with a bunch of weapons on it that they want to hijack. And they want to hijack the weapons, specifically. And they're like, we need a fourth person to help us take it down. And Mando's like, if you do this for me, I, well, he's like, I have a quest. I need to reunite the foundling with uh, with the Jedi. And, of course, and, the way with Mandalore's, if you help me with this, I will help you with yours. Mm-hmm. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> and so they base, and Bo-Katan is like, I can tell you, I can tell you where, uh, I can point you in the right direction if you help us out. Mando's like, 
Okay. He leaves Baby Yoda with the frog parents. Which, it, it's funny because they literally... literally <laughs> they, they're the, sort of like cuddling up to him and having him cuddle up to the tank. And I mean, he is not even hiding his face. It's, it's he's looking like, at it like... He's face first and they're like, oh, yeah. I'm and he sees, of one of the, he sees one of the eggs hatch and he's just sort of looking at the little tadpole that comes out just like, oh it's a froggy nuggy! <laughs> Finger food! <laughs> and so they storm the, the freighter... Uh, as it's still in atmosphere, because the way the laws on the on Trask work, it's like it's not allowed to as accelerate into orbit yeah, until, until it's clear it, of until shipping it clears lines. the moors. It can't accelerate. But we are talking about once again Imperial stormtroopers. Yes, Imperial stormtroopers who are renowned for or their not being able to aim properly. But I think that's we and we remember um, what was the guy's name from last season. The, the two dudes who were sitting there... No, like, um, from the Prisoner episode. The the one who had the little gun on little gun on the arm on his back. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. who you're talking about. Um, <sighs> I forget the actor's name, I forget the character's name, but, you know, he, uh, basically, you know, when, when Mando's told that he's, that he's a former Imperial sharpshooter, and Mando just goes, that's not saying much. <laughs> <And> he just, <laughs> he, he just turns around and goes, I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise-ass. <laughs> Um, but if, if you, but it's if basically you, a ship full of stormtroopers versus four Mandalorians, and the stormtroopers boy, didn't stand a fucking chance. They, I, <laughs> I mean, and wow, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I'm former military, so it's like you should be able to hit the side of a barn. Yeah, well, that, truly, that's that's the thing. Sasha, Sasha Banks's characters like they can. No, it wasn't her. It was the other. It was the dude who was just sort of like they couldn't hit the side of a bomb. I'm guy, come on, look at the look at the side of this. You can actually close your eyes and hit at least a point of it. These guys. It's like you are in a narrow hallway. Just aim down the hallway. Maybe spin your gun like that. You should be able to hit something. <laughs> Never before has the floor and ceiling had so many holes in it. <laughs> it was, and they fight back to the cargo hold because they're mo- because at that time they're mostly interested in securing the weapons. Right. And the mm-hmm. officer back there is like, "Shut the doors! Shut the doors! What? Which doors? All of them!" And, 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 and they're talking. They're, they're talking to the uh, the uh, the captain. They're talking to the pilot. No, to the captain. The basically. captain and the captain's he's just like, like where, okay. It's like we where have them trapped, sir. It's like they're in the cargo control area. They're where? They're where? The cargo control area. And next thing you know, the hatch opens. The hatch for the cargo bay <laughs> and opens wide. And they all get sucked straight out. <laughs> that that captain's face was is just, priceless. <laughs> the captain's face was like, it is good so Lord. hard to get good help. <laughs> good Lord. Why am I here? Why? Just why? And then... He, he does a... He has to contact his superior officer. Who is Moff Gideon. Good God. The worst person on earth to be... Oh to be To be your boss. <laughs> he is the worst boss. And he, I, I and he know, just gave him an order. He told him simply, they are not to get that supply. So, and he's like, I need reinforcements. It's like, if they've already taken everything except the, except the cockpit, then that's not going. Then we already know the ship is lost. You know what to do. So he's just long with the empire. Out so much as even a bat of his eye, he's taken out his. He just takes out his gun. Bang bang. And both pilots are gone, and he's nosediving this bitch. Yep. Right into the ocean. Well, and 
But, but we also sort of overlooked the fact that after they captured the, the weapons, Bo-Katan is then like, we're taking the whole ship. And Mando's like, that is not what I signed up for. You said weapons. We said the weapons only. I need, I need to get back to, I have my own job to do. I have to get back to the foundling. And she's like, this is the, these are the terms of the deal. You know, and, and she goes, this is the way. <laughs> it's just like, fucking bitch. <laughs> Oh. Clearly, you could tell Mandalorian was not and not impressed by these Mandos, and was like, you know what, I need to get back to my people. Katie, Katie Sackhoff is really good at playing that bitch of a character. Oh yeah, oh, Starbuck yeah. people, Starbuck. Starbuck. You know, I was thinking of her character from the last Riddick film. No, 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 no. You need to see Starbuck. We are going <laughs> to do Battlestar Galactica. No <clears throat> one. You will sit there and you will say, "My God." Starbuck owns this shit. We yeah, right before we started recording again for the discussion, he got to talking about Battlestar Galactica and Edward James almost as as Adama. <laughs> so just, say we all. So say we all. This is the way. <laughs> I mean, this this is like my childhood. This yes. Advance. I have I have gotten my advance on Battlestar Galactica in the new series, and now. Mandalorian, I'm like magnified with the Mandalorian, and how it just continues to keep with the actual traditional way of telling story, mm-hmm. and yeah. how it likes to pull from all sources. And, it's, and it does a whole lot of show don't tell. Yeah, they don't they don't have to explain a whole lot of this stuff to you. They expect you to pick up from context. This is important. So. Naturally, they take they they manage to save the ship, and then the bomb is dropped on your head. Well, before that, it's like we learn that Bo-Katan is specifically looking for one more thing before she retakes the throne of Mandalore. Yeah. She is know, looking for the dark saber. And we know, no, Ray, we already know who has that. Mm-hmm. Well, and she and she's asking the the captain. It's like, where is it? Does he have it? And he, and he basically is like, if you have to ask, you already know. And. She's like, you will tell me. He's like, I, yeah. And then he basically takes a suicide pill. Which, I don't even know if that was a pill. That looked like his teeth just said, "Hey, well, he power." It, it was essentially the same thing, like the cyanide pill hidden in a tooth. Except instead of cyanide, it was it's just like pure electricity. Pure. It looked like the freaking emperor was going off in his mouth, laughing at him, like <laughs> unlimited force <power>. lightning. <laughs> what were you saying about uh, Thrawn? About how oh, the off the other officers, yeah, the, Thrawn, the uh, pilots basically. Clear, basically, it, it's all it's, it's already standard, but Thrawn was at one time Imperial uh, Special Forces and Intelligence, which is where also where Moff Gideon Moff Gideon is. is. Moff Gideon <clears throat> was actually one of Thrawn's right hand men, which explains go. why he's like. You so ruthless. Do not want to fuck with this guy because well, Thrawn they is do a, not play. Yeah, and Thrawn they does know not how play. to get at you. And uh, if, if you know if they if they name drop Thrawn in this, I, I know, I'm going to be I, so I, like, I, I, yes. Look, look <clears throat> after the name drop that just we oh just well had. We, we haven't we haven't even touched on that after they tu- they uh, secure the ship, uh, Bo-Katan is just sort of like. Says says to him, once you're done with your your quest, you know the offer still stands to join us in retaking Mandalore, which he seems somewhat amenable to. But she tells him, 
if you go to the city of Kalimdor or something like that on the forest moon of Corvus, look you for will find Ahsoka Tano. And we immediately all started applauding because it was just like, yes! <laughs> we, knew that, uh, we knew that Ahsoka was going to be in this, but it's like getting confirmation that that's who he is going to meet to get hooked up with the Jedi. Crew of the Ghost, maybe. See, I kind of spoiled myself on that one when I looked it up on IMDb. Like, this is before... Oh, yeah. Right, right before the season Real- came out. Like, that's how I know that Michael Bean is in this season, but we haven't seen him yet. And we don't know who he's going to play. I'm just gonna say right now, he could be an older Ezra Bridger. And well, well here's th- that's the thing. If if they find Ezra, that means Thrawn. Yes, live and, action Thrawn, please. And if we're going that route, we are in for one hell of a treat because Thrawn basically takes the remnants of what the Empire... Takes the Imperial remnant and... And literally solidifies it into something that will make the poor, wimpy-ass Emperor cry tears of, oh my god, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's Thrawn basically, in the Legends continuity, took the Imperial remnant, lashed it together, made it stronger, and is like, yeah, okay, the Emperor may be dead, but we can still kick all your asses. Yeah, and I mean, literally, he took over. Mm -hmm. He he was it. And he was something you did not want to mess with. Because he was a brilliant strategist. And the funny thing is that he was the only alien in the Empire, because if you notice, the... The The Empire is actually anti-alien, period. And the fact that he not only... Uh, was in the Empire, but rose to the rank of Grand Admiral. He was Grand Moth. Grand Admiral was his was his rank in the uh, in the Legends novels. Well, the, yeah, Moth is still yeah. Well, what they call him, but still, he's on the this, same level as Tarkin. Basically, yeah, this guy is just like he could look at any battle situation, and he could strategize. 100 different ways for it to go and how to maneuver it to always win for himself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just that. He he made a habit of studying the artwork of other cultures and from there was able to basically figure out how the, that culture thought so he could begin strategizing against them. Uh, yeah, I mean... You remember in Rebels, he had like some of the artwork. Yeah, I remember it was all in his office. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the fact that he was beaten was by, I don't care how you read it, pure dumb luck. And the Force. The Force was probably uh, playing a key part since he was going up against a Jedi. I, man. Wow. I'm sorry. It's just like that. But yeah, if, if Thrawn comes back in. Or or here, or here's a, here's an idea. They stop Gideon, but by that point, Thrawn's already Thrawn's back. back. And Thrawn is just sort of like, well, that mm. sucks, but I don't need him. I'm I'm a threat all by myself. Uh, um, that I, would be I, like if, a whole. If, if we get Thrawn at the end of the Mandalorian, I think we're in we're in store for what Disney is actually setting us up for now. Because they've already stated. That oh yeah, you, we were t- yeah we ready. were talking about this before uh, before we came down to. They are they sat are getting the ready to go back and redo the way it should be done. Basically, retcon the sequel trilogy out. Right, 
so the last three movies, they go bye-bye, which we all are, like, celebrating in happiness and joy. So does this mean that we would get Duel of the Fates to replace Rise of Skywalker? Well, Duel of the, Duel of the Fates was what was originally going to be uh, the thing that sort of tried to salvage uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. If those two are gone, Duel of Fates might be something completely different by the time it we could. get there. Well, either way, where we, we would first have to get through Thrawn. Thrawn, because Thrawn Cause alone... Thrawn is, in his, in his own way, he is a central force that must be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And he is not going to be one of those fly-by-night, one movie and done. This guy is yeah. Yeah. a presence. Yes. He, you know, if he goes down in one movie, that's just like, that's a waste of a brilliant character. We need to boot Kathleen Kennedy and tell her, stop putting your finger on this. Let us have our way. Yes. This is the way. Ron is, at a minimum, two to three movies hard. Mm-hmm. Because, let's just face it, Thrawn kicked everyone's even if he lost a battle, it was he still, still it still worked. Ass. It still worked to his benefit somehow, right. because at that point it may have been like war of attrition. He's just like, okay, you managed to capture that system, but how much did it cost you? Yeah, and you while you're and while ships. you're and while you're there trying to secure that system, I can now take the rest of my my fleet over here and right. capture this one because we're in basically in the in the books. Thrawn was actually thrown out of the system to some dark area. The unknown regions. In the unknown regions. And he had his own shipbuilding fleet. So that's why why when he came came back, back, he was at a power level that the Rebels Alliance... The New Republic. Well, yeah, now they are the New Republic at this time. They did not have anywhere near the numbers to be that he to, had. To be able and to it's it, yeah. actually been suggested that he found the same foundry that Revan Exidor. found. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, he found the foundry that Revan had found. Because when Revan came back... This is all legend stuff fleet. that I couldn't keep, keep up with. <laughs> Damn. So he found the same place where Revan built his ships... And said, fleet time. Built fleet. Alright, we're ready to go kick somebody's ass. Yep. Let's do this shit. <clears throat> it was And he came back with a force. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if and Thrawn that ends force up was... Thrawn ends up being the being the a threat in this that that's awesome. And Zeke is uh returned from work in GameStop and Uh-oh. he's got some sort he's, of gift. He's he's he's, he's handing down Power and presence to scrolls. What are these scrolls? The sacred scrolls. The sacred scrolls. What are these? What could they be? Oh, right into Valhalla, (laughs) shiny and chrome. (laughs) Assassin's Creed Valhalla poster. Thank you. I still got to get my hands on on that game. I'm busy playing Destiny, but uh, Um, yeah. So we're we're still all super hyped for this series. Uh, I, next episode cannot come second, soon enough. The second I see a Sokotano, we are I going to we are we are I all might going faint because you are well, going to hear our already, screams from space. <laughs> we, we already know who is playing her, and uh-huh. it's just like my dream wifey is playing a Sokotano. Okay, I'm done. 
Okay. Rhodes, Rhodes' waifu is going to be is is in the is in the show playing his one of his favorite characters. Shoot, she ended up becoming everybody's favorite character. Yeah, that's true. Seriously, yeah. We t- and we talked about th- we talked about that, and I think in the rap cast for season seven. Yeah, where like it's just like everybody when she was first introduced it was just like, oh, what the hell is this? God damn it! Why why is this even here? By the like second or third season, everyone was like, we love we love this character. We love you, Osama. And when she left the I series mean, for I like mean, a season, everyone was like, "No." The, 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 the thing about it is, when you think of the Clone Wars, everyone gets it kind of mixed up. Everyone thinks it's telling you about how Anakin slowly begins to fall to the dark side, and you see the slow progression of mm-hmm. it. No, Clone Wars was not about Anakin at all. Clone Wars was actually the story of Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. Hence why they had to finally finish up the season, the series, finally season, and you saw it was solely on her because Clone Wars was her story. From and we saw, but end. we saw how her with her disillusionment with the with the Jedi and the way everything was going reflected on Anakin and helped accelerate his downfall right at the same time it was they used her story to tell his story right and that's why the last episode of the clone wars oh man you saw that final closure because again there was no particular reason for vader to come there for anything other than the fact that he needed to see he, you know, what Anna, happened to us? Vader, Vader didn't need to see. Anakin needed to see. Right. And when he and when he saw basically that evidence the, that basically la- suggested the she's last gone. Evidence of anything dealing with Anakin was right there. Then he could. He could then he could be, turn he, and be he, Vader. He, for he the could rest be of Vader it. now. That was sort of reflected in that final shot of him disappearing in the in the reflection on the storm on the uh, clone trooper's visor. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah, moving, moving. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but I just thought that the uh, it <clears throat> while Clone Wars had a great ending, it was also kind of sad if you really think about. Oh, it. Oh yeah, because we all knew. We, well, we all knew we, where we, it was going to lead. We, we but yeah, we, we were hoping. We hoping we didn't have to see it in such perfect detail. But it's we, like when when Order sixty six came along and, and Rex is resisting it as long as he can. We're like no. No, <laughs> and it's just like all the and all the troopers that they had been through with from start to finish. Yeah. Suddenly, they are just brainwashed and turned to tell, "We must kill you now." And it's just like you could see it in Asako Tano's face. She did not want to hurt a single one of them. Because well, that's they why were she family. basically. That's why she basically told Rex stun rounds only. She doesn't want to kill. Them. She didn't want to kill them. It didn't really matter in the end because the they ship all died. Crashed <laughs> into a freaking moon. moon. <laughs> well, it got ripped apart by by Maul because he just went into the engine room and was just sort of like, brah, and yeah. yeah we, you, I understand you needed a distraction, but. Wow, that was that's the wrong distraction person <laughs> but to send in. At any rate, um, Mandalorian, uh, the heiress was a fantastic episode. No, I, 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 need, I, I need more. I, I need I, more. That was ten out of ten with an extra ten added to it. Well, and please finish the Boba Fett series. 
when 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 Chris tagged me in a thing saying that they were working on a mini series about Boba Fett, my response was just like inject it directly into my veins, please. <laughs> just hook it into my veins. And I mean, we we all already see exactly where the steps are, and uh, we understand that okay, we know where he he's going to end up. Sarlacc, and we're starting to think now that the reason he was able to escape the Sarlacc is because Sarlacc was attacked by a crate dragon, mm-hmm. which allowed him to get away. He has to dump his armor in order to escape. Hence, why the the, the Jawas picked it up, and, and now the Marshal got it, and now we are here. <clears throat> And we have a Boba Fett roaming the wastelands without armor. He doesn't but, need the armor to be a badass, though. No, he's not. He doesn't need it. But again, we are talking about Boba Fett. All he has to do is go back to Jabba's base. Remember, mm. Jabba had said. He's not the only Mandalorian who works for him. Did he ever say that? Yes. He actually has it. He actually admitted. He has Mandalorians under his... Well, but... So, but literally, he just needs to go back to... Jabba's Palace. Jabba's Palace. He can get fitted real quick. I was going to say... Well, maybe he goes... Maybe Ahsoka takes him back to Tatooine for some reason, and that's... It takes Mando back to Tatooine, and that's how we get Mando versus Boba. Because hmm. Mando versus Boba, you know, is going to be a fantastic sequence to see. Hmm. <clears throat> especially since youth Bo- and skill versus age and treachery. Especially <laughs> since Boba has zero love for a Jedi, and you have, of course, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Mando's gonna want to eat you alive. <laughs> You're doing what? Ooh. You're taking what to where? To who? Come here, sir. I'm gonna speak. Allow me to teach you the ways of my people. This is the way. Pop knuckle, pop knuckle. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. Yep. Fire missile. We can talk for hours about Star Wars, but maybe we should save that for another day, do a, rap cast, a ramble cast about it. <laughs> yeah, I think we. we Definitely need to hit a ramble cast because <laughs> we got too much knowledge. Yeah, well, just up. just a, and, just uh, just when we were talking talking before the before we watched the episode, yeah, I was like, we need to get him in. I was thinking to myself, we need to get him in for a ramble cast <laughs> for about Star Wars. At some point in time, <laughs> at some I point, mean, we're we're talking about somebody who literally grew up, and actually, yeah, is only a few years behind the actual first episode of. Star Wars, so it's just like, yeah, I know my Star Wars. Yep. Uh, I but, even had all the comic books. Did you have the Ewok movies? You don't talk to these things. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that about wraps it up for this uh, for this uh, Mando cast. So, been a great been great fun. We're really looking forward to next week. But for Chris and Road, I'm Jay. We'll see you next time. This is the way. Thanks for listening to a Bored to Death Mando cast. Be sure to check out all the episodes of The Mandalorian on Disney Plus and give us a like and subscribe. This is the way. <laughs>